This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the weekend and welcome into another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, getting you set for one of the greatest weekends on the sports calendar. It is the divisional weekend in the NFL, two games Saturday, two games Sunday as we continue to winnow down towards Super Bowl 56 and I'm going to be so excited to talk about these games with my partner today. We will recap last week a little. We'll look ahead at all the games and have all the regular fun, Mikey. Um, they're dropping, though. It's sad. Meatloaf today. We lost Les Gropstein, and we all knew Les pretty well. And I did want to take just a minute to reflect on a guy who had uh, who was really one of a kind and had a career that spanned many decades here in Chicago radio and television. Whenever I needed something like a date, what the temperature was of a game, what the score was, because there were no computers, Carmen. Hi, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. Les Gropstein was the rain man. There'll never be another one, period. End of story. Uh, went to Von Steuben. I remember one time he goes, I go, Les, man, isn't this great? Couple public leaguers. Because I used to listen to Les when he was on WLS mm. back in the 80s with Catherine Johns, you know, and those folks. And uh, he, when he came to the uh, score, I was there, and I'll be the first to say, he was a bud, and I remember him saying, I go back, me and Les, a couple public leaguers, you went to Von Steuben, I went to Sen, but I didn't finish the deal. And he goes, what do you mean by that, Pappy? I go, well, I didn't finish the, the school. He goes, don't worry, Sen should pay you for all the publicity you're getting, right? And he said at the time, uh, you know, I'd ask him, what was the temperature of the Bear game? Minus three degrees in 1963. <laughs> wind chill, fift, uh, you know, wind chill 15 uh, d- below. Uh, it was a windy day uh, blowing in the Bears' face as they were ready to kick off. I mean, crazy. <laughs> I mean, he knew everything. I said, I went to the Holtzman no-hitter. He goes, August 19th, 1969, 72 degrees with the chance of rain. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's the kind of mind uh, Les had. But I also will say this, okay? If you got done doing a shift, like if I did the four-hour shift, you need to wind down. And if I heard Les say, where's Pappy, I'd hide because... He talked for, I mean, not, once once you started talking well, to yeah, him, it was, it was a long you're not conver- going anywhere. That's true. It was and a long conversation. Well, right. and, you know, and you're such a nice guy, you didn't want to insult him. That's true. I, I tell Jesse, shut the door. You know. But turn the lights off, Jesse. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. But then if I caught him at another time, I mean, just a great oh, guy. Man. And Meatloaf, I don't know if this is eerie to you. I don't know if it's eerie to Randy. But I'll tell you this. Last night I had Meatloaf. Okay. Ooh, ooh. That is yes. a little eerie. And last week on my picks, I went two out of three, which ain't bad. No. One of his songs. One of his songs, yeah. So I'm wondering what's going to happen now. There's a because sign. I'm, and then I said, wait, I'm on a diet. He said today in an old interview, he says, the one thing I always had as a rock and roll guy was discipline. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. Uh, I didn't get DUIs. I go, yeah, but you, you didn't drop the fork. Right, you know what right, I that's mean? That's true, yeah. But <laughs> the bottom line is once you're heavy and you're famous, 
There's no going skinny. Jackie Gleason tried it. Yeah. Belushi tried it. Chris Farley knew if he did it, it would hurt him. I don't he think he ever tried heavy. it. Yeah, I don't think Chris Farley never even bothered. That's what he made didn't him even funny. bother. I'm yeah. not even going to try. I saw what it did to Belushi. He lost the weight. He did Continental Divide with Blair Brown, and it didn't even <laughs> break break you know uh, uh, the ratings. Oh, then he man. got fat. Boom, he's back. Wow, that's, that's crazy. But uh, lesson meatloaf. Rest in Who peace. Ever, right? Rest in peace. We've had a rough year. Oh, my Maybe. gosh. It's been incredible. With Jeff Dickerson it's, yeah, it's and everything. Terrible. But uh, hopefully everybody stays healthy. Absolutely. Uh, we roll into divisional weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty red hot here on the odds couple. I mean, we were <laughs> a... Five and one. We were a tough you know, loss away from sweeping the board, as Mike said. Uh, and, and the Rams certainly held up their end of the bargain uh, dropping over 30 points in the final game of division weekend on Which Monday was night. The over that I took, that was the only loss for our team. That was it. Um, and yep. I was on it with Mike. I got on the over two, and you know, we were texting each other, tweeting each other, like, you know. Tyler Murray, please. Please, please. Do that something. pass in the end zone was atrocious. I mean, he's five foot seven. I don't know if they're going to. If he could ever lead somebody all the way, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat up the kid for one bad game. But that's about as bad a game as you can. It was have. terrible. I yeah. agree with you. It was terrible. And if he does his end of the bargain, we're six and zero. But even with that, um, as Mike said, five as a team, one. me, Mike, Randy, five and one in our picks. Well, how last about week? Randy being two and zero? Yeah. And He's I gotta it. say this: Who's this Jeff Agris guy? Okay, from the Sun Times. Sun Times. I'm reading the top twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, forget about the fact that I already put a line through 12 of those people, okay? That doesn't matter. I got 12 other guys I'd put in, or, or, or girls. Or, how about Merkin? Do they realize at the Sun-Times what this man does? An author. He's an operations manager. He's an ace handicapper. He's great on the year. You're very I'm kind, Mike. He loves those, Wisconsin. All those people were worthy of their... Uh... Right? By the way, you mentioned the book, Behind the Glass, the book.com. Behind, I mean, serious. Thank What's you, it Mark, is? Well, yes. Behind the Glass. Yeah. Behind the Glass, right? Behind the Glass, the book.com, yes. Yeah, can... I mean, uh, he's had like five, six things, and I, 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 maybe he just missed on the outside. I don't know. I mean, what's really, Merck? What's going on? we got to have a talk on, with Jeff. Jeff. How come you're not in there? We, we, uh, North well, that doesn't matter, because you know what? I think what I got a feeling, we might have to do the Shawshank. We might have to be uh, the guy, Maisie, ba- Maisie baked the pie. We might have to have an envelope when the warden checks out. He goes, remember that one, Carl? A fresh pie with an envelope full of with cash the envelope, stuff. He goes, tell Maisie, I don't yeah. think there'll be a problem. That's not going to be a problem. No, yeah, it's, it's that's beautiful. what we might have yeah. to do. But Merkin, please. I mean, really? Come on, Jeff, wake up. You got uh, you, you got a lot of uh, yep. irons in the fire there, Merck. So, oh, he's yeah, got we're, five, six things, plus he's a good father. Come we're, on. We're red hot, over yep. 60% on the NFL season. We'll try mm-hmm. to keep that going here as we roll into divisional weekend. I think uh, this certainly makes... You know, it's definitely this weekend is definitely part of any conversation uh, of, you know, what's the best sports weekend of the year, I think. I mean, you got well, the top sure seeds in action. In, no, and I it's and I, I think divisional uh, wildcard weekend sometimes can lend itself to that a little bit. But I think the divisional weekend is always highly anticipated. The action's usually pretty good. I look forward to this weekend probably as much as any on the NFL calendar and any on the sports calendar all year. Well, I'll tell you this, Carm. What I uh, last week the home teams were five and one. Uh, there were really, I mean, the, the surprises were minimal. I mean, come on, folks. I'm telling everybody the easiest money line parlay I ever had in my life. Oh yeah, I laid two, two minus two twenty on every hundred, and I took Kansas City and Tampa Bay. I had my hands behind my head. Yeah, it was easy. I had my feet up. I mean, are you kidding me? 
And by the way, if you're not listening to uh, uh, Carmen and Yurko at 11.48, you better because I took Charlotte over last week, not on this show, but there. And I just want to thank Terry Rozier for just putting up a meaningless three <laughs> from half court and hitting it. That's what I'd like to do, and I like, I want Randy to see if we can get him on. I'll send him a gift. Package. Yeah, we need to send him like uh, yeah. send him something from the fudge. Absolutely, for out but I love this week's uh, lineup. I I got like three, four picks, Carb. Oh wow! I all got right. some big picks. Man. I love it. Well, we'll jump right in. We're going to work through uh, all four games for everybody. We'll start with game one on Saturday afternoon. This one is Bengals and Titans. Mm-hmm. The Titans are at home, laying three and a half. Uh, this number opened uh, um, in most places. At about two and a half, maybe a field goal, but the money has rolled in here a little bit on Tennessee. The rested team is the number one seed getting Derrick Henry back. Uh, The Titans have not had Henry and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones on the field together a lot this season. It looks like they'll all be on the field together finally this weekend. Only about 11% of Ryan Tannehill's dropbacks came with all those guys on the field together. But boy, oh boy, are the numbers impressive when they are all together. Small sample but his yards per attempt is nearly double yeah. when the three of them are on the field versus uh, when one of them is off the field. So as they work themselves back to uh, maybe full strength, and we'll see how effective Henry can be, uh, how tough of a matchup you think this is going to be for the uh, Bengals, Mike? I'll tell you what. I think the Bengals, uh, if I was going to bet on anything, I'd do couch change on the plus 155 money line. Derrick Henry, I'm thinking 12 to 15 carries. I think they're going to keep him on account. Carm, to be honest with you, uh, if you look at past playoffs, including last year, uh, Ryan Tannehill, who's my uh, – I use Trubisky as, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when I talk about Mitch. I use him as a comparison, mm-hmm. but he does things that Mitch used to do. He'll throw an interception at the wrong time. Uh, I, he's been unsuccessful at home quite a bit. They did have five losses this year. I think everybody's just thinking that, you know, Henry, and like you said, everybody's back, and that Cincinnati is just coming with no agenda. Joe Burrows is a winner. I'd put some small couch change. I didn't have enough to make it a pick. Uh, almost, uh, I did, but uh, I'd lean, lean, a three lean on the Bengals' money line. You mentioned those five losses. I think it's about, about the first time in a uh, first time in about a decade mm. that a, a five-loss team is a number one seed in the playoffs. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Mike Vrabel's done pretty well with time to prepare. I will say that. Six Remember and two how straight you guys up. were whispering in the lunchroom? I, I sort of heard it coming in. And you guys were going, and Mike thinks Vrabel's going to be coach of the year. So that was after, I think, the third week uh, in, as far as with uh, after our conversation with Luke. Look at him. He's winning it. He's got to win it, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm, I'm thinking he's winning it. You're he's right. He's got to yeah. win it. The AFC, you're the number one seed. Yeah. With all those great teams, Carl. Losing Derrick Henry for yeah. as much of the year as Yeah, and did. Ryan Tannehill did do well. But you know what? Now, I th- look. You brought up the stat with all three of them. They averaged five point seven yards with Henry in the game, yeah. regardless of the other two guys, yeah. and four point seven with them out. Uh, it's significant. Yeah, yes, I mean, it is. It's, it's significant. Um, there's a first time for everything, and maybe this will be. Maybe Mike's right. Maybe this is the year. This is the time Cincinnati can do it. The Bengals have never won a road playoff game ever. 
0-7 straight up, 1-6 against the spread all time. Throwing a pair of Super Bowl losses to the Niners in the 80s, and they're 0-9 away from Cincinnati in the postseason. So maybe they are finally due. Well, they got the quarterback that's got championship pedigree. He does. That comes through in the clutch, impressed me uh, last week. You know what I'm saying? The moment doesn't look too big for him, Mike. I mean, he's been there, done that. You're right. So it doesn't look too big for him. I think, you know, I'm comfortable with putting a little bit on the money line. Uh, I got some uh, other interesting things that we could talk about in the second uh, segment, too. That Some prop bets that would be good, too. One down, three to go. Lots to do here inside the Odds Couple, including our conversation, our weekly visit with Luke Pergandy when we come oh. back next. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swab. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every Friday on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. You will get the encore replay Saturday morning, 8 to 9, before White Sox Weekly each and every week. We spend some time talking about the futures market and the place where America buys and sells its sports wagers. Of course, it is PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. He is one of the founding members and a Chicago guy, Luke Pergandy. Oh, it not going anywhere. Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? What's up, bud? It's a great weekend, isn't it? Divisional round. I love this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it will be more competitive than last week. There was, uh, you know, five out of six were blowouts. Um, but, yeah, the Niners have advanced, of course. The Niners were 125 to one odds. When they started out the season two and four, uh, of course, Kansas City was three and four. Their odds were about eighteen to one um, back then. So there's there's some underdogs. Uh, there's some high odds that that teams have been throughout the season. I mean, from a hundred to one down to about eleven to one right now. If you're sitting on that Niners ticket, and my advice would be, don't hold on to it because I don't think the Niners are getting out of frigid Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers, uh, the soon-to-be two-time defending MVP of this league, with a victory. So uh, now would be the time to post that ticket, and uh, are we seeing a lot of Niners tickets up for sale? Yeah, tons. Tons of Niners tickets getting bought and sold, and, um, you know, I, I agree. I, I don't see San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm going into Wisconsin. Now, you know, we, we kind of make a big deal about the Packers playing in the frozen tundra in Wisconsin when it's freezing, but they actually don't play that well at home in the playoffs. Their record is, is below 500 um, playing at Lambeau. So, you know, is it going to be difficult for a guy like Jimmy? Well, Jimmy's from Chicago. So Jimmy's played, you know, in cold weather in his career. And, um, you know, I think Debo has played a few cold weather games, but, um you know, we'll see. I mean, it's all you think it's more difficult uh, for a team to come into, you know, 15 degrees, whatever the temperature is going to be this weekend in Green Bay. Um, but I, I agree. Like the, the strategy, if you got a Niners future, flip it now before the game starts. Take 25% of the cash that you get on PropSwap and then just put it back on the Niners. So you've locked in 75% of the sale price, and then you've got a little more upside if they can upset. Green Bay, because I thought last year there was no way Green Bay was going to lose to Tampa in Wisconsin, and Brady came in and <laughs> he, he handed it to him. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, certainly different football teams, SF and Tampa, but yeah, get that Niners ticket sold now and then just 
take a, a portion of those sale proceeds, put them back on the Niners at 15 to 1. You can find about 15, 14 to 1. Yeah, the whole thing about uh, Garoppolo today. I saw him talking about the cold weather, and he's never played in a game of this importance and this type of weather. But the guy's not only handsome and ruggedly no, handsome, he's handsome, dreamy, but he's from Rolling Meadows. Okay, he went to Eastern Illinois. So don't use that as a barometer, for God's sake, folks. Please don't do that. But let's talk about Mike Vrabel. I mean, uh, is there anybody holding on to any other tickets, or are they trying to get rid of the other ones? Because, I mean, I know they lost five games, but they're the number one seed. We talked about this about three weeks ago where we thought he, he looked like he was you know, climbing a little bit. There were still a couple guys in the way. But since then, it looks like a clear field for him, doesn't it, Luke? Yeah, uh, to win coach of the year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it. We are seeing some Zach Taylor tickets Ugh. sell. Obviously, the Ugh. Bengals have uh, <laughs> took care of the Raiders last week, and they look good doing it. Um, uh, before the season ended, which is the last time you could bet on coach of the year, uh, Zach Taylor's odds are about plus 150. So, mm. you know, he's got a shot. I sure. would lean Vrabel, but if you've got a Zach Taylor ticket at 30 to 1 odds, at 40 to 1 odds, man, like, get that thing posted. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be. Why not? I mean, uh, yeah, it's, you know, you've got just such long odds. Um, just get, get one of those posted for sale. And uh, if you've got a Vrabel ticket, you know, you could either sell it or you could buy a Zach Taylor ticket in your head. I, I don't see any other scenario besides those two coaches winning it. Um, but I think the Bengals could win this weekend. I, I agree that Titans got the one seed. So, you know, yep. kudos to Brable, but um, I think the Bengals got a shot. Obviously it doesn't help that Derek Henry's going to come back, but we'll see how healthy he is. He looked pretty healthy in that video that was circulating yeah. Um, yeah. from practice last Monday. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's going to be a really good game. I think, I think the Bengals got a shot. Their defense concerns me. Um, it's not nearly as good as, uh, the other, you know, teams, the other seven teams that are playing this weekend, but um, they got a shot. All right, Luke, enjoy the four games, enjoy the divisional round, and we will talk next Friday. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. Enjoy the game. All right, buddy. There's uh, Luke Pergandy. Oh, ten feet from the fridge. <laughs> sitting by, sitting on the couch, watching yeah. all four games. Ten yeah, feet from the fridge, that's baby. That's exactly right. That's the way to do My it. My favorite way to watch all the wonderful games. So let's uh, go into the Saturday night game. It is going to be very cold. We saw a very cold game last week. I, I, I was on the over in that game because mm-hmm. there was no wind. There was no precipitation. Cool. And that was an easy over. I mean, the Buffalo Bills got it by themselves, for crying out loud. Um, we got another total here uh, at 47, which uh, the over does seem like it could be in play again. The 49ers and the Packers with Green Bay laying five and a half. Yes, Jimmy G uh, obviously has played in some cold weather in his career. He's from here, as Mike said. I don't think he has technically started a game in the NFL below freezing, but Jimmy's not uh, a California kid uh, you know, by, by nature, it's not where he grew up. I mean, he is certainly yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the guy from California. That's right. Now he's probably a little bit more acclimated sure to because he, he spent so much time in Green Bay. Sure, it's not the cold that that worries me about Jimmy. It's a few other things. It's there's usually one or two plays a game where you go, "Oh, Jimmy, what are you doing?" And it happened in the Dallas game. And Rodgers won't do that. He doesn't turn the ball over. That's no. right. And not only is Jimmy nursing this thumb injury now, but now also a shoulder injury. And when it is going to be one degree and you've got thumb and shoulder injuries on your throwing hand and arm, you know, you do start to wonder how effective can Jimmy be in this game on Saturday night, Mike? I think he's going to be very effective. 
I think he silenced people last week. People are waiting for him. Like I, like I said, you know, this is no lie. He does make some mistakes. But he doesn't, you know what, he overcame it. Now, can they get away with it here? I don't think weather's going to be a factor from what I've charted, okay? I'll, I'll give you the pick right now. I'm taking San Francisco in this football game. San Fran with the points? Getting the points, uh, five and a half. Uh, the money line's plus 190. I'm not going to go there. I think it could be a field goal game, but I think it's going to be a great game. I think you got Lafleur versus versus Shanahan. Great familiarity there. They coach yeah. together. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I I came up and I I did my due diligence. I did all the stuff that I usually do with the system, which has been successful for me. I mean, imagine this, folks. I'm sixty six percent, and I'm looking up at the other two guys. Right. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. So. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers in this basketball, I mean, in this football game. When Mike says field goal game, that's the way it ended in the first meeting in, I believe that was uh, week three of this season. Rodgers went 42 yards in six plays and 37 seconds to set up a Mason Crosby game-winning field goal. San Francisco ended up winning by two, 30 to 28. Rodgers credits that win. To changing their season. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first throw he made, too? The incredible dime he threw to Devontae Adams? I mean, they, mm-hmm. they started on their 25, and he made he just dropped this incredible dime over Fred Warner, who's one of the great coverage linebackers in the NFL. He reminds you Erlacher running down the middle of the field. He dropped this dime over Fred Warner's head right into the waiting arms of Devontae Adams. And I think they picked up like 17 or 18 yards. And they were able to get up, spike it. They got another big chunk play. They spiked it again, and Mason Crosby kicked the game-winning 51-yard play. Yeah, I heard this. I don't know if it's correct or not, but they said when they have a bye, uh, you know, a first-round bye, Green Bay, mm. they've been 1-5 going. Yeah, how about that? Isn't that Bowl. crazy? Yeah. So, yeah, well, not really because, you know what, I have no problem betting against Aaron Rodgers in a big football game. Now, I want them to shut me up. Shut me up if you want. Yeah. But uh, you know what? To say that I... You're competent to, to put, take the mi- money line at minus 235? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Because people have been burned by him. Well, the Packers have been, I will give them this, uh, a very tough out at home since And Matt against Lafleur, the spread. And against the spread. You're right. Since Lafleur took over in 2019, mm-hmm. the Packers are an NFL best mm-hmm. 24-3 and straight up at home and an NFL best 19-8 and against the number at home under Matt LaFleur. And he's no, under good. no consideration for coach of the year. Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> even though he's never lo- uh, won or lost, uh, uh, I think, more than th- More than three, three games. games. That's it. So it's a joke because they got players. He executes. We we know what it is in Chicago not to coach up players. Uh, he coaches them up. And Rodgers, of course, is, is a big uh, deal with, with the Green Bay Packers. If you lose them, you know, they're not going to make it. But, you know, it's like the other 52 guys don't get a lot of credit or the coaching staff. He's done a good job with Green Bay. One prop I kind of like. There's a couple of interesting props, I think, in this game um, as we wrap this one up. First of all, Devontae Adams has torched, and I mean torched San Francisco in the last two meetings. They haven't had an answer for him. Now, I think their secondary is healthier than it was in week three. That uh, might have even been the game they lost, um, Quan Williams. I think that might have been the game that mm-hmm. he went out. So they had some issues early in the season in their secondary. But in the last two meetings, Devontae Adams has 305 yards and two touchdowns against San Francisco. His over total, you can get a prop. You can get a, a same-game prop here. 
93 and a half yards and a touchdown, and it pays plus 165. Just wow. considering his recent history against San Fran, that might not be a bad problem. Well, the running game of the San Francisco 49ers is going to have to keep the Green Bay Packers off the field. Yeah, I think they can true. do that. You're right about that. It's the yeah. best way that they're going to stay in it. Use Look, Green Bay ranks 30th, ladies and gentlemen, 30th wow. in defensive EPA per yep. rush. 30th. They've been one of the worst rush And they can run the, the football oh in my San God. Francisco. San Francisco can run it like you wouldn't believe. Right. And the first time they met, you know, Debo wasn't running the ball. This is a newer thing. So watch out for Debo. I kind of like his combo rushing, receiving I'm total I'm taking San over. Francisco, and I'm hoping that they beat him outright. I am. There you go. All right, we've got uh, two games to go. We're going to get into the Sunday games. We're still going to get some ponies with our guy Jim Miller in a little bit. So don't go anywhere, folks. we got best plays to give out. Mike's already given one out. Yep. We have more to give out, and oh. we have been smoking hot. We went 5-1 and one oh. as a team last weekend, so you don't want to miss the best plays. We're just getting warmed up. It's Carmen, it's Mike, we are the Odds Couple, and we'll be right back. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, everybody. Presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFelco. We do this show each and every Friday for you. You can get it on the ESPN Chicago app and on ESPN 1000. At 7 on Friday nights, the Encore Replay. Saturday morning, 8 to 9 before White Sox Weekly. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North, the number two. And I'm at Carmen DeFalco. So we've talked about the two Saturday games. Let's talk about the two Sunday games, Mike, as Divisional Weekend uh, has arrived. And Game 1 will be the Rams and the Buccaneers in Tampa. And you are seeing right now a little money coming in on the Rams as the week's gone on. This is now below a field goal as uh, we do the show on Friday with the Buccaneers laying 2.5. The total in the game is 48 this is uh, like most of the games this weekend. The only game that's not a rematch is the first game, the Titans and Bengals game. Uh, all the other games, the three other games, are all rematches from the regular season. The Rams beat the Bucks in Week Three in LA, thirty-four to twenty-four. McVeigh also went to Tampa last year with Jared Goff and won twenty-seven to twenty-four in Week Eleven. So they have to feel pretty confident that uh, they have a recipe for success against Tom Brady and the Bucks right now. Yeah, they have a recipe for success. Okay, but they're going to forget to put some of the spices in. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, has everybody lost their mind? <laughs> Mitch Trubisky uh, dominated Matthew Stafford. He's, Tom Brady is going to win this football game. They're minus 140 on the money line. I might bet them minus the two and a half and minus the 140. Uh, I like this proposition bet. Stafford minus 130 to throw a pick. Ooh. I love that one. He's good for a pick. <laughs> I think he's good for a pick. I think this is where everything stops. Uh, I think Arizona, if they had a better quarterback, would add a, a better accounting of themselves. I think it was nobody could stop Aaron Donald. I understand that. But Tom Brady gets rid of the football. He does. The and the one- kid that played last week doesn't, the Kyler one, Murray. The one thing that worries me about the Bucks is, is there uh, – have the injuries mounted to the point where even Tom Brady can't overcome it? I mean, I, I don't think Tristan Wirfs is going to play. It looks and he's like the best uh, at the, right tackle in the business. You problem, nailed right? it. He is the yeah. best right tackle in the game. And their starting center, who I think Ryan Jensen also made the Pro Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. their strength is that O line. Now you've got your starting center, a Pro Bowl caliber starting center that might miss the game or at the very least is playing injured, and you've got to stop Aaron Donald. I yeah. just wonder if there are too many injuries. 
for them to overcome. You still don't know I about Leonard Fournette. This, you know? Are we thinking that Stafford's got to crap the bed too, which I do think he will a little bit. But I think the only difference is, like I said, Kyler Murray has the hold on to the ball deal three seconds or more. And I don't believe you can get near Brady. Yeah, He'll get rid of the football. He's a, they're minus two and a half. I don't blame people for taking the Rams. I won't do it. And I might put a little couch change. Like and it. we'll go over a review of the picks at the end of the show. A couch change on the minus 130. Yeah. Uh, for Stafford to throw a pick. Yep, I kind of like that. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, and, and you know what? That might be worth you, it, yeah. Yeah, you got a good defense. Uh, you know, this is going to be a tough ball game, uh, but I'm just taking the pedigree here. If uh, the Rams were smart, they'd take a page out, out of what they did in Week 3 when they did beat mm-hmm. uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks at home 34-24. We talked about that game. They were yep. incredibly efficient uh, when they were passing the ball, especially on early downs. Their EPA per play was substantially better when they threw it on early downs. So they're going to put it in Stafford's hands again, mm-hmm. I think, and that could lead to a pick, but it's going to be an interesting game. Let's say you don't want to bet it. Let's say you don't want to bet it. Here's the bet I got. How about this? Highest scoring team in the division, division Ooh, game. Highest now, scoring team. Chiefs are plus one, 330. Bills are plus 400. And the Pack is plus 400. So you leave. I leave them out. I think... I'm taking the Bucks at plus 500. Okay. Titans at plus 700. Okay, Rams at plus eight fifty, Bengals at twelve to one, and Forty ers at fourteen to one. If any of those five hit, you'll make money. Now, here's the downside: if those first three teams score the most points, one of them, you're out the all the money. Right. But I think uh, this is wide open, and I think right. Brady is going to put up some points, even against that tough Buck uh, uh, team. And and I look if I think they're they're going to win against the Rams. Then you got to bet them. I think it's a good bet to buy, bet those five, too. But you got to be prepared to take a bath just in case, you know, one of the top teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, or the Pack do score the more points. What do you think of that little prop? I, I, I th- I, you know what, what the one that interests me as you were going through those, the one that caught my ear the most, I got to mm-hmm. say, is Bills at 4-1. to one. Yeah. Yeah. To get four times your money on the Bills being Ooh. the team that's going to score the most this weekend, I think that's intriguing. But How I, about but the I, lowest? I like the strategy, though, too. How about lowest-scoring game? Uh, Bengals-Titans, plus 200. 49ers-Pack, plus 200. Mm. The Ram game, plus 225. I don't think it's that one. And I know it isn't this one. Bills no. at Chiefs, plus 600. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't think it's that one either. I like the sort of high-scoring uh, uh, prop better than I that. do, too. I do, you too. You know? Yeah. You make more money off it if you hit. I mean, imagine... Imagine if the 49ers at 14 to 1 score the most points. Yeah, my God, that'd be a great right? day, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Why not? It's like those long shot horses we talk about. We yep. told you how good Brady, uh, we told you how good uh, Aaron Rodgers has been at home recently. Same thing for Brady and the Bucks down in Tampa. Um, they've been a machine down there. Tampa is 14 and 4 straight up, 13 and 5 against the number at home since Tom Brady joined the team uh, last year. And the Bucks this season averaging 33 points per game at home. So they have been a very efficient uh, machine down there. It's just I do wonder about all the offensive injuries yeah. that this team has endured But now, you know who isn't injured? First of all, Giovanni Bernard, good for you. It's good to be back for him, right? I mean, they need well, him at this point. Well, they don't miss Fournette. They I mean, they really the don't. Ball. Yeah. And, and, and look, is Evans hurt? No. Bernard's not hurt. Brady's not hurt. Gronkowski's not hurt. Carm, it's a legitimate deal. Except for the fact, like I always say, they've been trying to sack Tom Brady forever. Yeah. And he just gets uh, gets rid of the ball. And he's played with worse lines. 
He has. Well, he has. But, With uh, more skilled position players than one. You saw when Wirfs uh, went out, he came back in. They knew that he wasn't healthy enough, yeah, and the Eagles finally started getting some pressure. So that's one to watch for sure. The last game we have to talk about might be the game of the weekend. I think most of us think it's going to be, and that is going to be Bills, Chiefs to wrap it in Arrowhead on Sunday night. You talk about perfect weather conditions. Uh, no precipitation. Tracy Butler told us yesterday, looking for a game-time temperature, game-time kick of like 38 or 40 degrees. I mean, perfect, and it could lend itself to these two explosive offenses marching up and down the field. We know the Bills lost uh, the AFC title game in Arrowhead last year. They put a lot and I mean a lot into their Week 5 matchup in the regular season this year. And they were impressive. They went into Arrowhead. They won 38-20. to I think they left a lot on the field that day because they had a, a big hangover in the subsequent weeks. Um, that's the last time, Mike, that the Chiefs lost at home. They've won seven straight in Kansas City. And Mahomes is now 6-1 and one straight up and 5-2 and two against the spread in the postseason in Arrowhead. The only loss was an overtime loss to Tom Brady where he never touched the ball. Lost the coin toss. Brady won it took the Pats down the field, scored a touchdown, and off to the Super Bowl they yeah. went. So Mahomes has been a tough out at home, but, man, I got a feeling about the Bills this weekend, Mike. Wow. You know, the, they have the highest total. I sort of like the over in this game for couch change. I'm I don't have any read on this game. Uh, it came out even for each team. The spread minus two, Buffalo plus two. Uh, it's just one of those games you just watch it and see what happens, but – I mean, Kansas City's been there before. Josh Allen, I mean, he's the guy. And, boy, did he show up big last oh, week. It was incredible. Well, after we said, basically, he's got to do everything on his own. And he did. He was amazing. And they're designed to stop the guy. And and, and here's the reason I say, let's say the Bears take that, uh, take Dayball. And he wants, for some reason, Justin Fields to be his guy. Dabo had problems at other places. He's got a unique athlete that got better under him, but he can't run the same type of stuff for Justin Fields if he came here that he's running for Josh Allen, who's a much bigger, much bigger. sturdier player yeah. and who, who has a history of getting nicked up but not hurting, missing games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was great. You're, you nailed it. He was oh. just so impressive against the Belichick defense. And uh, look, this Kansas City uh, run that they've been on, they won 10 out of 11. Yeah. They had, the only top 10 offense they played um, and beat that had its starting quarterback was Dallas. They beat Daniel Jones. They beat Jordan Love in his first ever road start. They beat Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Big Ben twice. You know, now they're running into a very efficient, high-powered offense with a quarterback that's playing with a lot of confidence. Um, I think uh, when you talk about the over 54, um, that's going to be a, a, a good play. The, the line is coming down I might not do anything in this. If there's one game I wouldn't put anything on anything, it's, it's this, this one. Yeah. Just sit back and enjoy. Just sit back. I mean, that's my, that's my, I mean, I might throw a little bit of amount on the over, but I mean, it's predictable. I mean, I could see the game being 35 30. You know, I, I could see yeah, him scoring a ton of points. I, I don't too. see a lot of resistance. Josh Allen. He's going to have a big one once again, man. He's carrying the piano on his back. He, he is. really is. He's going to have to be good. Let's see if he's yep. up for the challenge. They were in the regular season. The postseason is a different animal, though. We told you about Mahomes' success yep. uh, in that building Tough. in the postseason. I mean, twenty touchdowns to one interception. Huh. That twenty touchdowns, guys, to one interception in Arrowhead in the postseason. It's incredible. It really should be the game of the day. And I don't know, Mike, if you feel yeah, the same is. way, but. Don't you get the feeling that the winner of this game is probably going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. I think it. Yeah, the the winner of this game then squares up uh, against the winner of Tennessee and Cincinnati. You know, with the uh, I believe at the end of the day, it's going to be Tampa Bay against San Francisco. So for the the NFC. So I mean, you want to talk about a great Super Bowl? I mean, it's going to be awesome. It really is. You got. Hopefully, I'm hoping Tom Brady goes back. I mean, my God, how much more? 44 years old, and you know, I understand he's not going to win the MVP. But man, does he have a legitimate bitch if he wants to? But I don't think he cares about that kind of stuff anymore. Let Aaron Rodgers win that stuff. Let him be the regular season hero. Let him be the stat stuffer, man. He wants another Lombardi trophy. Oh my God, if he does it again, I mean, then then it's all bets are off. There's no player that ever ever played the game like he did. Jim Miller's got some ponies when we come back next, and we'll also give you our best plays before we're out of here, getting you set for the divisional round. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. You're listening to the Odds Couple. ESPN 1000, and now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2. the home stretch on the odds couple for this Friday night action pack weekend coming up with the divisional round. We got ponies as well. Oh, how could we uh, get through a show without talking to one of the best in the business? We just can't do it. He gives out winners left and right. The expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse who joins us each and every week on the Corona Hotline. It's Jim Miller, everybody. Jimmy! What up, Jimmy? Gentlemen, we were back in the winner's circle yeah, last weekend, so that's a beautiful thing. Let's do it again. Now, this week, we do get a derby prep this week at Fairgrounds in New Orleans, so things are starting to heat up a little bit on the three-year-old front, too. All right, we got racing, of course, uh, all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Hawthorne. Uh, while we had some really cold weather in here on Thursday, uh, the weekend doesn't look so bad. Maybe some snow, but uh, all in all, the forecast look pretty good for racing on the harness track this weekend, Jimmy? Yeah, and the one thing that's really nice about harness racing is because you have that limestone base, you really don't have to worry about the weather affecting things too much. I mean, extreme cold kind of shortens the post parade for the time that the horses are on the racetrack, but otherwise it takes a whole lot to cancel a harness card. It's been a very long time since we've done so. So this kind of weather really isn't going to affect us too much. What do you like, Jimmy? The thoroughbreds or the harness better? It's a little different. Um, I like the thoroughbreds better only because I can't kind of came up on the thoroughbred end of things. I started uh-huh. my career actually at Arlington Park back in the 90s and then kind of transitioned over. But I'll tell you, the one thing that I find so much different on the standard bread end of things uh-huh. is the strategy of races, especially sure. with the drivers, because it's almost like a NASCAR race. These oh, guys are trying to balls, tuck yeah. in. They're mm-hmm. trying to draft. They're really trying to make that move. Mm-hmm. And I think handicapping-wise, I actually find it easier to handicap the standard bread horses than the thoroughbreds. But I think your potential for more long shots probably comes on the thoroughbred end of things. Is there more drafting in the in the harness race or in the thoroughbred race, though? De- it- definitely, I find it in the harness wow. end of things. Only because, really, you have that long stretch at Hawthorne, the full quarter of a mile, and you can't run the risk of losing ground in the turn. And it's really hard to weave your way through because you have the sulky behind you. Mm. So you really need a well-timed move. You really need to kind of have an idea of who's driving the horse in front of you and what their tendencies are. So I do think it, it is a big difference there. But it's one of those things where just the timing of moves and really when you choose to go can dictate everything that happens in a race. So racing uh, all weekend. Also, the book is open for business, and uh, that's huge. I mean, Saturday games, Sunday games in the NFL, we encourage people to hang at the book, right, Jim? 
And it's been busy, and that's the cool thing, too, because people are coming in, placing their wagers on the NFL action, and then they're sticking around and watching the horses. So that's something that, that the points bet sports books have been open early. They're staying open later through the end of games so everybody can cash out. Great. They'll be doing the same on Super Bowl Sunday, too. So that's one of the things. If you want to cash your wagers right then, you can do so. So just kind of a lead-up into the Super Bowl action. But, yeah, it's been very busy, and it's a lot of fun. It's kind of a good atmosphere that you're seeing out there. All right, so what do we like uh, ponies-wise for the weekend? All right, one derby prep that comes at the fairgrounds on Saturday. It's race number 14. That's the LeCompte Stakes. Going to bet the five-horse epicenter across the board. Trainer Steve Asmussen has so many three-year-old horses that could be good. This is one of those. So that's the horse that we're going to look to away from the home track. Then we'll come back to Hawthorne for two races on Saturday. Race number six, bet the three, bet mine across the board. And then race number eight, bet the four, Foxy Fiji across the board. These are two series finals races, two horses that should be very tough. All right, so we're going to bet all three of these horses in these races across the board, ladies and gentlemen. So win, place, and show. The Derby Prep at the fairgrounds on Saturday. The 14th race, the five horse. And then two races Saturday night at Hawthorne, the hometown track. Race number six, the three horse. And race number eight, the four horse. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Build the bankroll for NFL Sunday. Sounds good. Thanks, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy, Jim Miller, each and yep. every week. And, yep, back in the winner's circle again last week. All right, so Mike's already told you. He likes San Francisco getting the points. I like San Francisco getting the points. Uh, they're getting five and a half. Might go to six. I know they're going into uh, the frozen tundra of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, but I like San Francisco. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, who I want as the next Tarzan, by the way. I, I haven't... <laughs> I haven't announced that yet. I'm going to try to uh, get get a hold of his agent. Uh, I think you have to shave like Johnny Weissmuller to chest hair. Uh, he is uh, going to make a great uh, a Tarzan. Yeah, okay? and I, you Let know what? You. To keep it in the NFL family, I, 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 Tracy Wolfson is Jane would be great, you know? Oh, and then, you know, the NFL produces it. We get a cut of it. It would be tremendous. I mean, he would make a great cut. Wouldn't party. he? He's a strapping man, He's, I'll well, tell you. Come on, are There's you kidding no me? He's from it. Rolling Meadows. He's Italian. He's ruggedly handsome. There's no way I could bet uh, against him. I could have gotten credit last week. I rolled with these two guys. That is so good. Absolutely. I love it. All right, He's so the next Tarzan. Y- you like the Niners. Yeah. Um, what other best plays are we giving out today, Mike? Well, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's another one, guys. I mean, the uh, minus two and a half. I mean, that's that's beautiful. And then I'm going to do this. The minus 130, not to count on my record, but I'm telling you what action I'm going to bet to. Besides Tampa Bay and San Francisco, the minus 130 for Stafford to throw a pick. Okay, I love that pick. And I I mean that deal. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to take the highest scoring team. In the playoffs, Bucks plus 500, Titans plus 700, uh, Rams plus 850, Bengals 12 to 1, 49ers 14 to 1. Um, so and then the sprink- Chiefs, the Bills, and the Pack are out. If they win, on then all I'm out. Got it. Okay. Mike's and then sprinkle. how about you, handsome? A little on all of it. I like the over in the Bills Chiefs game. I, I really do. Um, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Yep. Uh, I think both these offenses are going to move up and down the field, and I think the Bills are ready for action. I, I do. I think they, they, they played it a little bit too conservatively and too cautious in the AFC title game last year. I don't think they'll make the same mistake, and I think uh, both offenses are humming right now. So I'm going to play over 54 
in Bills Chiefs. That's my best play for the weekend. I will also just say that personally, I'm going to put a little bit on Bills money line. You can get it Good. about plus 105 right now um, with such a low spread here. This thing's down to one and a half. Uh, I mean, we're getting into territory here. Let's just pick the winner and instead, instead of, to me, instead of laying uh, juice at minus 110, how about plus 105 Bills on the money line? I'm going to also play that too. Uh, definitely my best bet, though, for the weekend is going to be over in Bills. And, and then the man that's been overshadowed been for so some hot. reason, not a top 20. The guy's on fire. Should have been top 20 in the Sun-Times. Hey, what about Randy? Ranch? All right. I'm going to go with the Titans, minus three and a half. Titans, minus three and a half. Okay. I like that one a lot. And I'm going to stay with Mike. I'm, I like Tampa to beat, Tampa. Uh, to beat the Rams. Tampa yeah. minus the two and a half. Yep. Yep. All right. Oh, man. It's there like riding with the force. Right. Are you kidding me with Randy? I, 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 I'm Jingles. I'm riding shotgun in the, in, on the stagecoach with the guy taking care of business. Absolutely fantastic. Yep. Everybody enjoyed the divisional round. I mean, next week we're going to be previewing Championship Sunday. How about it? We thank Tyler Aki and Eric Ostrowski yep. and Randy Merck and our great producers uh, each yep. and every week. And thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller, our wonderful guests. And thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you uh, enjoyed it. Have a great weekend. Happy wagering. Enjoy the football, and we'll see everybody next week. Mikey. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.